Never called your uncle Said we were up here for the holiday Jane and I were having solstice Now we need a place to stay And her Christ-loving uncle Watched his wife hang Mary on a tree He watched his son hang candy canes All made with red dye number three He told his niece it's Christmas Eve I know our life is not your style She said Christmas is like solstice And we miss you And it's been a while So the Christians and the pagans Sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground The best that they were able And just before the meal was served Hands were held and prayers were said Sending hope for peace on earth To all their gods and goddesses The food was great, the tree plugged in, the meal had gone without a hitch Till Timmy turned to Amber and said, is it true that you're a witch? His mom jumped up and said, the pies are burning, and she hit the kitchen And it was Jane who spoke, she said, it's true, your cousin's not a Christian But we love trees, we love the snow, the friends we have, the world we share And you find magic from your God, and we find magic everywhere So the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Now where does magic come from? I think magic's in the learning Cause now when Christians sit with pagans, only pumpkin pies are burning When Amber tried to do the dishes, her aunt said, really, no, don't bother. Amber's uncle saw how Amber looked like Tim and like her father. He thought about his brother, how they hadn't spoken in a year. He thought he'd call him up and say, it's Christmas and your daughter's here. He thought his father's sons and brothers saw his own son tuck his sleeve, saying, can I be a pagan? Dad said, we'll discuss it when they leave. The Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Lighting trees in darkness, learning new ways from the old And making sense of history and drawing warmth out of the cold Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, a show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit, coming at you live, local, and in your face here at WDBX, 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. Uh, my name is Tree Song. I will be your host today. Uh, Ord Energy Mon is usually here at the control board, uh, but he's off on another solar adventure. Uh, we, we believe he will be back again someday, someday soon. Uh, but in the meantime, we wish him well on his solar adventures. And we have many bits of news and happening to share with you today.
All right, let's start with some news from Occupy Updates Daily. Uh, you can check out their site at occupyupdatesdaily.blogspot.com. They've got a lot of important stories about the Occupy movement and all sorts of uh, related political topics. So, got a couple headlines from them first. Uh, students occupied Eshelman Hall at UC Berkeley to protest for more multiculturalism and diversity. Uh, here's another one. Bre Bradley Manning still sits behind bars, and these Nobel laureates have something to say about him. So uh, if you go to BradleyManning.org, a support site for Bradley Manning, uh, they've got some statements from Nobel laureates about uh, his story. And we've talked about him here before on the radio show. There's, there's no updates in his... Uh, legal status as of yet, but if we hear of any, we'll be sure to share them here. All right, a brand new film is making the rounds, and people are wondering if the director is the new Michael Moore. Uh, so there is a new Occupy Sandy movie uh, that is online, and uh, now uh, we've tried before. We still haven't figured out a way to broadcast images to you through the radio, uh, but if we figure that out, uh, we will get that to you. Otherwise, if you sign up for our newsletter, you can get a bunch of these links. Uh, if you send an email to info at yourcommunityspirit.org, we send out an email once a week right before we do the radio show, and you'll be able to follow along and see some of these cool links, the sort of stuff that we can't currently beam over the radio waves into your brain. All right, let's see about some other news here. Uh, I don't know, you think we should talk about climate change today? We talk about that sometimes here on Your Community Spirit. The UN has begun to talk about climate change uh, as of earlier this week, and there are some things you should know about this. Uh, the uh, the UN will be talking about many aspects of it, what, and they will have many obstacles they're facing along the way, and a lot of different possible outcomes. So um, we, we don't know yet until they're done having their little discussion. Uh, I would like to believe they're going to take some action on climate change, but that's, that seems, people seem to be pretty slow to take action on climate change. But we'll be here keeping an eye out for more news as it develops. All right, uh, here's some news from Europe. Uh, as new policies in Europe continue to drop food prices and cause problems for citizens, dairy farmers are taking up some interesting arms against Parliament in Brussels. The protest movement, called 1,000 Tractors to Brussels, brought farmers to the forefront with a little gadget called a milk cannon. <laughs> Initially aiming at the building, police blocked the way and soon uh, were sprayed with roughly 15,000 liters of milk. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a, a shame, a tragedy to waste all that milk, if you ask me. But certainly a creative, interesting way to uh, protest the policies. All right, now here's a follow-up on a story we've mentioned here before. Uh, a financial expert has reviewed Occupy Wall Street's policies to uh, remain debt-free and says he can't stop laughing at the suggestion of forming community ties and getting to know each other saying they don't mean squat in a financial borrowing market. Uh, so if you read the full interview, it becomes clear that this expert is heavily in favor of borrowing rather than saving uh, to purchase and really doesn't under seem to understand how that might work. 
So as you may know, like Occupy Wall Street is famous for many things and is recently becoming famous for strategies to deal with debt by uh, engaging in uh, community networks, forming community networks of uh, trade and, and loaning, and also by trying to eliminate debt with the uh, rolling jubilee. In other news, uh, here's a big step. We've talked a lot about uh, genetically modified organisms uh, here on your community spirits. Uh, it's not one of our biggest topics, but we bring it up whenever there's any news on the subject. And this is definitely news. Uh, the people of Peru are banning all genetically modified foods and ingredients from their country for the next 10 years. Uh, this is, the, to my knowledge, the first ever incidence of this uh, type of nationwide ban. Uh, it's a ban to ensure that these uh, genetically modified organisms don't, uh, you know, don't take over the entire lands while we're still trying to figure out exactly what the consequences of having them all around us may be. Uh, we're currently, if you think about it, we're currently in a massive uh, uncontrolled experiment where we're introducing these organisms into our food supply, into our biome, uh, without fully understanding what the consequences will be, and without popular decisions about how to handle these technologies. Well, the people of Peru made a popular decision to uh, to ban genetically modified organisms. Uh, in other news, uh, another Walmart-related story. Um, as you may have heard, there was a horrible fire in Bangladesh that killed over 100 workers who made clothing for Walmart. And there is a Bangladeshi woman who is circulating a petition demanding that the companies who use Bangladeshi factories and workers for their clothing must make fire plans with workers for their safety. Uh, so if you go to change.org, they've got uh, that among many other petitions. And uh, I, I think that's an important step towards one of my ideas about how to handle uh, uh, transnational corporations and the trade they engage in. You know, if if we're selling goods here in the U.S. and they're being made in another country, then there should be at least some standards of how those goods are made relative to our own standards. You know, we, we have fire codes for our own workers, so it doesn't seem fair to me for people in Bangladesh to be burning in a fire because the corporation didn't care enough to give them good working conditions. So this is a very important petition over at change.org. If you sign up for our newsletter, we can send you the exact link. It's a little wordy to read here on the radio. But, uh, yeah, the more we complain to, to these companies and let them know that we care about such issues, the more they may actually take action on them. And, of course, you can also express your concern by spending your dollars elsewhere.
In other news, let's talk a little bit about fracking. Um, if you want more information on local efforts related to fracking, you can check out the Southern Illinoisans Against Fracturing Our Environment. They're at uh, don'tfractureillinois.net. But uh, this is a more uh, general story. The fracking threatens farms and food safety. Some of our most fertile land for growing food also happens to be fertile land for blasting out tons of shale gas. I wonder who's going to win in that contest between local farmers and shale gas companies. Unfortunately, there, there's been a lot of the, the spread of fracking. The nation reports on the effects of the fracking pollution on America's farms, focusing on North Dakota cattle farmer Jackie Shilk, who farms atop Backen Shale. After fracking began at 32 sites within a couple of miles of her ranch, Shilk's cattle started dropping dead, and Shilk herself started suffering from poor health. Ambient air tests found high levels of a bunch of nasty chemical compounds associated with fracking and with cancer and birth defects. State health and agriculture officials acknowledged Shilk's air quality and water quality tests, but told her she had nothing to worry about. Her doctors, however, diagnosed her with neurotoxic damage and constricted airways. Now, to me, I know I'm not a medical doctor, but to me that sounds like something to worry about. Now, here's a quote from her, quote, I realize that this place is killing me and my cattle, Shilk says. She began using inhalers and a nebulizer, switched to bottled water, and quit eating her own beef and vegetables from her garden. Uh, she sells her cattle only to buyers who will finish raising them outside of the shale area, where she presumes that any chemical contamination will clear after a few months. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I suppose that's a comforting thing to tell herself uh, as she tries to survive in her business. Uh, and she says that Taking some of these measures improved her health, but but then she started wondering about what they're doing to the land. Now, across the country, farmland near fracking sites is being contaminated, and livestock are getting sick and dying. There are many. We've mentioned some of these before. There are new reports coming in all the time. Uh, in Louisiana: 17 cows died after an hour's exposure to spilled fracking fluid. Now, they believe respiratory failure was the cause of that. And in north-central Pennsylvania, 140 cattle were exposed to fracking wastewater when an impoundment was breached. Approximately 70, co 70 cows died. The remainder produced 11 calves, of which only three survived. Now, there's several stories like this, uh, but this is one of the things that concerns me about some of the claims of the, uh, the fracking industry, is that they say, oh, it's perfectly safe. You know, and, and uh, I'm sure... They believe that if they do it all properly and if nothing goes wrong, that it's perfectly safe. But life is full of mistakes. Life is full of errors. And if you have a technology where you're implementing it in thousands of instances across a region and a few of them are bound to go wrong, and the consequences of them going wrong involve permanently poisoning these lands, people getting cancer, these cattle dying... That seems like something you should stop and think and uh, maybe do a moratorium on while you consider 
the consequences and do some research and think about how to mitigate those consequences or avoid them entirely by not fracking. All right, in other news, other fossil fuel-related news, as another coal mine closes, the government says to expect more closures in the future. Peabody Energy announced this week that it was closing its Willow Lake Coal Mine, a facility that employed around 400 people right here in southern Illinois. Earlier this month, one of the employees was killed by a piece of mining equipment, a factor cited in the closure. Uh, but the reason coal companies like Peabody are shutting down mines and declaring bankruptcy in general, it ties back to economics. Um, the coal industry is, uh, I mean, it's, on the one hand, you know, it's obviously earlier on in our history as a species and as a nation, it played a really big role in the economy and continues to play one. Uh, but it's facing increasing challenges. The coal is both unhealthy, both o over the short term and the long term, and it's getting to be less cheap compared to natural gas and renewable energy. To even be passively healthy and to even be passively safe for the workers who are mining the coal, which is an important factor that people in the coal company uh, CEO offices seem to forget about sometimes, the safety of their own workers, um, it, it makes it more expensive, you know, taking measures to do all of this. And it makes it difficult to keep up with the increasingly uh, economical uh, renewable energy industry. And even the industry itself acknowledges the need to be cleaner. And so, personally, you know, I, I think that we're reaching a point of diminishing returns with that industry, even when you don't consider all of the ecological impacts. That's uh, why, why not go with growing industries like renewable energy? Because renewable energy, as we reported in past weeks, is growing. It's a growth industry. And it would be nice if we focused on industries that are uh, have a future ecologically and environmentally, rather than ones that are doomed on both ends. All right, another news. We talked about this one a, a long time ago, but we do have an update on it. Uh, Massey Cole exec pleads guilty to conspiracy related to a fatal 2010 mine explosion. Now, you may remember this mine explosion. Of the 31 miners who worked in the upper Big Branch coal mine in West Virginia, 29 were killed in an explosion back in April of 2010. Uh, in May of 2011, the company that owned the mine, Massey Energy, was found to be negligent and reckless in the disaster. And that June, the government suggested that Massey had falsified its safety records. Uh, so these are the, the caliber of individuals that are running some of these uh, fossil fuel industry companies. Uh, Don Blankenship, the CEO's, the former CEO of Massey Energy, uh, is, uh, he's, they currently believe that they may be going after him because there is another person in the company who has, uh, one of Massey's top executives, uh, who has pleaded guilty to these charges. Uh, and he is, yeah, let's see. An executive who ran Massey Energy Coal Companies and worked closely with former CEO Don Blankenship 
faces criminal conspiracy charges and is cooperating with federal prosecutors, a sign that authorities may be targeting Blankenship himself. In the fatal West Virginia blast that was the nation's worst mine disaster in four decades. Now, see, it's uh, it's interesting to me and important to me to see them actually going after some of these people for uh, some of the actions that they're committing in in endangering workers and uh, taking actions that led to these disasters. Because oftentimes, when it's a more sort of nebulous concept of this industry in general is contributing to a lot of deaths, it it can be sort of hard to track some of these people down and say, you, you particular individual, you are personally responsible for this harm caused to the public. But in a case like that, where they're falsifying safety records, that sort of thing, I'm glad to see that being investigated and acted on. And uh, hopefully the world will be a safer place with people taking care of those problems. other news uh, let's let's get through a couple of headlines here because we do want to get on to the local happenings but uh, another headline uh, Obama administration sells more drilling plots in the Gulf so Chevron was the highest bidder in an auction this week for the rights to drill in several plots in the western Gulf of Mexico um, and that includes some of these are in deeper water as well uh, let's see uh, yeah some of these are in deeper water uh, just like some of the, uh, uh, where is it here? Yeah, the Deepwater Horizon disaster. Yeah, some of them are in deep water just like that one. It's a hundred miles northwest of where the Deepwater Horizon disaster occurred. And, you know, to me, I, I feel like, you know, people should learn lessons from their activities, you know, learn that drilling in deep water to get this oil out is a dangerous activity that we don't necessarily need to be engaging in right now. But there's a lot of money to be had, so people are going for it, in spite of the demonstrated risks. All right, and speaking of demonstrated risks, tobacco companies ordered to admit deception. Uh, heads up to the coal industry on this. Uh, this week, a federal judge ruled that tobacco companies will have to pay for an advertising campaign admitting that they lied for years about health impacts of cigarettes. Uh, I don't know if people realize how big of a thing this is, you know, that these companies having to pay for their own admission of guilt in past uh, past crimes. Uh, I think that's a very it's a very interesting strategy. It's it's a very important strategy. You know, it's a way of reconciling with the public over what they did. And a lot of people in the climate uh, climate change activism are starting to think about similar thoughts for fossil fuel companies because there are fossil fuel companies using some of the same PR firms and PR people to say that climate change isn't happening or that it's not a bad thing or that there's still a lot of doubt about it. So if tobacco industry is having to pay for ads admitting that they were lying, does that mean the fossil fuel industry will have to pay for ads admitting to their own lies? Only time will tell.
All right, in other news, sea levels are rising 60% faster than expected. Uh, one thing that can be said categorically about Hurricane Sandy is that sea level rise was a key factor in the damage the storm caused. Uh, New York Harbor is 15 inches higher than it was in the 1880s, eight of which are due directly to human-made climate change. And according to a 2007 report, by 2100, the seas could be at least seven inches higher still. But those estimates may have been conservative. The Institute of Physics revealed today that the seas are rising 60% faster than expected. Uh, now, temperature rises appear to be consistent with the projections made in the IPCC's uh, fourth assessment report. Uh, but, however, the sea rise itself may be increasing 60% more quickly. So, yeah, the, the oceans are rising. I feel like we ought to do something about that. Uh, or we could sit around and wait until we're neck deep in, in the ocean, but it might be a better idea to do something now while we have time. And, you know, I like New York City. I, I personally necessarily wouldn't want to live there, but I do enjoy visiting there, and it'd be a shame if the whole place were underwater, so... Let's do something about that before that happens. All right, let's get to some happenings and holidays. Today is the 335th day of the year. There are 31 days left in this year. If you're quick with math, that will remind you that this is a leap year. All right, some happenings coming up today. Uh, today's holidays are Computer Security Day. So if you have a password for your computer or your email that you haven't changed in about five years... Uh, now might be the day to do it. And today is uh, Stay Home Because You're Well Day. Uh, I, w I wish I'd noticed that one earlier. I could have uh, queued up Calling In Well by Raj and Bob. Uh, let's see. We've also got World, World AIDS Day coming up on Saturday. Uh, the day with or without art coming up on Saturday. A day to realize the importance and appreciation of art. Bifocals at the, at the monitor... Let's see, Liberation Day. We get some of the strangest holidays on this list. You know, it's if you have any holidays that you know about that we don't mention on here, you can send them to info at yourcommunityspirit.org. It's always fun to see what people are celebrating. Uh, coming up on Monday is Coats and Toys for Kids Day and the UN International Day for Persons with Disabilities. Oh, coming up on Tuesday is National Dice Day, day to celebrate all the interesting and unique dice that you have. I'll have to bust out my lucky dice and do some rolling. All right, and Thursday is National Miners Day. Um, so we often, when we talk about coal-related issues, we often talk about the environmental issues, but I do want to mention again, in light of our recent stories, that, uh, you know, coal, coal miners are people who often get neglected by the companies that they work for. And it would be nice if you didn't have your boss actively working to suppress safety information that will keep you safe. So I'm glad to see they're pursuing some people who are doing that. All right, some local happenings. We have International Coffee Hour coming up today at 3 p.m. at Northwest Annex, Wing B, on the SIUC campus. Also coming up today, we have the Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. That's coming up tonight at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center, located at 913 South Illinois here in Carbondale. This week's theme is 
best of rice and spice, the rice and spice sample platter. Get to come and sample delicious cuisine. Uh, and we, I know we're going to have some leftovers from the Thanksgiving dinner as well. So it's going to be an exciting and delicious uh, rice and spice. Some other happenings. Open mic nights also tonight at Guy House, but starting at 7 p.m. Uh, so good time. Open mic there. You can sign up and show off your favorite songs, favorite poetry, or listen to what others have to share. Now, for, th- for this weekend, for the farmer's market, we've got good news and bad news. The uh, bad news is that the regularly scheduled farmer's market is finally coming to a close for its season. But the good news is that the brand new winter's farmer's market is starting up. The winter farmer's market is happening on Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. to noon at Thomas School, 1025 North Wall Street in Carbondale. Now, for more information on that, you can uh, you can send an email to CarbondaleWinterMarket at gmail.com or find Winter Farmers Market on Facebook. Let's see. Other happenings coming up. We have the Vigil for Peace every Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion on the corner of Illinois and Maine. Uh, the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois holds a vigil there every Saturday to bear witness to the cost of war and hold out hope for the promise of peace. Now, a big event you may have heard about. It's one of the biggest holiday events here in Carbondale. It's the Lights Fantastic Parade. That is happening on Saturday at 6 p.m. It's the 22nd year for the Lights Fantastic Parade. They have a giant parade along Illinois Avenue. They shut down Illinois Avenue and a couple surrounding streets. Everyone gathers there on the strip to watch the parade go by. And all sorts of local businesses and community groups have special holiday events. Uh, so for more information on the details, you can go to CarbondaleMainStreet.com. But basically the whole town will be abuzz tonight with the Lights Fantastic Parade. And one last happening here, we have the 8th Annual Southern Illinois Gift Fair. This is coming up on Sunday at 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship, 105 North Parish Lane in Carbondale. Now this is a Carbondale tradition. You can choose holiday gifts that help the world and our community while honoring your loved ones and their own commitment to helping others. Um, I will be there for the Gaios table. There will be all sorts of other community groups there offering ways. It's a wonderful program. You know, you get to buy a gift for your loved ones and do something good for the community and the world at the same time. That's what we're all about here at Your Community Spirit. And that draws our half hour to a close. I hope you had at least as much fun as I did with all this community information. Or we'll be back soon. Uh, In the meantime, I hope you enjoy the holidays, and we will see you here next week on the radio.